take it all, take it all, my life in your hands, Lord, my heart is yours. This is the uh, sermon for the fifth Sunday of Lent, March 29th, 2020. Now, uh, today we're looking at Romans 12, and we're looking at the, the aspect of sacrifice as we prepare for Easter. Uh, it, we're doing this, by the way, on Thursday night at the church, and I'm literally preaching to the choir because they just finished their worship set, and so we're trying to put this all together. I hope that you're able to see this uh, and experience a greater sense of worship today. So the idea of sacrifice, uh, it kind of feels out of date. Uh, we don't bring animals into the temple and sacrifice or build altars in the wilderness to atone for our sins. But sacrifice is one of the main themes of the Bible and of the Lenten season. Fasting or giving up uh, anything for Lent is a form of sacrifice. We sacrifice something in order to create space in our lives to hear God more clearly. We remove things that might be hindering our walk with God so that we can learn greater dependence on God. And of course, the entire walk through Lent is a journey towards the cross where Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for the whole world. But sacrifice is not only for Lent. It's supposed to be part of our regular life of a disciple. In fact, Paul says in the text today that our bodies are to be presented to God as living sacrifices. Worship is embodied. And it's embodied in us and in the ways we sacrifice our lives. And this daily for the kingdom of God. We're looking today at Romans chapter 12. And we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 13. But I would encourage you, um, th there's some aspects of this chapter we're not going to cover uh, right now. But I would encourage you to read the remainder of the chapter from 14 on down to the end, verse 21. So if you found that, we're reading from the New Living Translation here it is, Romans, uh, Romans 12, 1 through 13. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. 
because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. And if your gift is to give generously, give generously. I didn't read that right. Did you get it? Okay, so if God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. The idea of sacrifice, and we don't much care for that idea, but the Bible gives us several opportunities to demonstrate sacrifice. The first one that I want you to see today is that we sacrifice in our bodies. So this is sacrifice in your body. How do you do this? This passage is about worship. It's about being embodied. And worship isn't just about a spiritual realm or about what, it's about more what happens in my body. Worship is, is not something that happens out there. It's something that happens within us and in the ways in which we use our bodies. Right now, many of us are working hard to try to protect ourselves uh, from all the junk that is going around. And uh, many young adults go to great lengths uh, to keep in shape. And I'm glad to tell you that I'm in shape. Uh, because round is, is a shape, so I'm in shape. Some people glory in having a great body. I remember when I was a, was a teenager, we used to say something, and it wasn't very kind or nice or proper, but we used to say, hey, if I told you you had a nice body, would you hold it against me? What were we thinking about like that? I mean, we give so much attention on our bodies that you would think that we are sacrificing uh, all that effort for our own glory. You know, as you get older, uh, you may think that you can just let yourself go, and it doesn't matter what shape you're in. Uh, you might think it's a, good, it's a good idea to sacrifice diet and exercise. I, I don't think that's at all what is going to honor God. I don't think that's what he wants from us either. The Shema, uh, Deuteronomy 6, 5, talks about loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It's an act of worship to use not just your spirit, 
but your body in worship. Heart and soul focus more on the mystical side of worship, but strength emphasizes that our physical bodies are part of worship. You know, sometimes in church we'll stand to sing or to pray. And you know, that is a small sacrifice, but that is a way of entering into worship with our bodies. The believer's consecrated body uh, in our scriptures, it tells us that it's to be a living sacrifice, a deliberate, ongoing sacrifice given again and again over a lifetime. The next thing it says is, is it's to be a holy sacrifice, an undefiled offering dedicated exclusively to the Lord and to his purposes, and that this sacrifice is to be acceptable to the Lord, a well-pleasing sacrifice that it honors God's character. The next thing that we think about with sacrifice is not just our own body, but the greater body. And, and we're talking here about the sacrifice in the body, which is the church. Living sacrifices are also embodied in the body of believers, the church, the body of Christ. The message of sacrifice is not just for us as individuals, but for us together in the community of faith. Look at what it says. It says, brothers and sisters. That's plural. It says, present your bodies. That's plural. These are all plural words. And so we're to do this together. Community is generally the place where daily sacrifice happens. Living community with others is difficult, and in order to, to make it work, we often have to give up what we want in order to live in harmony with others. We have this whole shelter-in-place thing. How's that working for you? Um, close community. And that is probably why Paul reminded the believers not to think more highly of themselves than they should. Uh, thinking you're better than others is a quick way to destroy community. When we think about marriages, we're, we're thinking, you know, in a marriage, were you thinking you're better than the other person? Or, uh, you know, I, I'm the man, so, so you should do everything for me. I, I think that works great in a marriage. Uh, but for most marriages, that, that means that marriage is doomed to fail. That's because that's not Christ-likeness. There's no family there. There's no uh, sacrifice for one another submission to each other. So if we take these ideas and place them within the faith community, well, it's difficult to live in community with arrogant people who think that they're above the work needed in the community. And selfishness creates discord, never community. So we're to think of ourselves with humility, and we are to serve one another in life-giving ways. Several things here. We, we serve freely without expecting return from others. The community is where we're each able to use our gifts, and it, it may take sacrifice to use your gifts, but that's what they are for. They're for the community, for the body. We have to put ourselves out there. We may even have to sacrifice in order to serve uh, in ways that may not be comfortable. You might get out of your comfort zone here, but our Often our gifts line up with our passions, but they don't always line up with our comfort zones. So community helps us learn to celebrate the gifts of others. When one person uses their gift, 
it benefits everyone in the community. Our gifts are not meant to be hoarded, and, and really they're impossible to hoard. You can't hoard your gift and use it for the community. Now, right now, we're hoarding things like toilet paper. Yay! We had an interesting time because we bought just a brand new case of toilet paper for the church, and we didn't need it because we're not meeting. No one's coming here. So somebody from the church needed some, and so I went over and delivered them a six-pack of toilet paper. And they were so blessed. It was a pastoral call. You know, when we think about what it means to be in community, community gives us the space and the opportunity to use our gifts, even if it's just bringing toilet paper to a friend. The third thing that we see about sacrifice is that sacrifice is a way to love. Sacrifice is love. Love is the ultimate example of sacrifice. So those who follow after Christ's example, they, they exhibit a living sacrifice. Love and sacrifice are what set Christians apart. Love is the key component of a sanctified life. Love is what enables us to care well for the community of faith. Love helps us serve with humility. Love helps us use our gifts well. Now, you'll, you'll see further on in this chapter, beginning at verse 14, that there are more and more examples of what it means to exhibit love. And, and I would encourage you to read Romans 12, 14 through 21 uh, later on. Uh, maybe right after this or sometime today, and, and think about these things that are examples of sacrifice and examples of love. I'm going to run through these pretty quickly, so take a look at them in your own Bible too. Blessing others, even those who persecute us, that's a sacrifice. Rejoicing and mourning with others, living in harmony with one another. To live in harmony, you have to sing your part and let the other person sing a different part and make it work together. Uh, not repaying evil for evil, living at peace with others. The idea of sacrifice also is in, found in feeding your enemy that Paul talks about here and, and giving them uh, something to drink or in some way serving them. Overcoming evil with good. You might have to sacrifice your own desires to meet the needs of another person. Now, we know through loving relationships that we, that we have with others, and whether this is your children or your spouse or a friend, that love almost always involves sacrifice. While love might be the, the most emphasized part of living sacrifice, several other qualities are listed in this passage too. It says, hate what is evil, cling to what is good. It says to, to honor others above yourself. That's a sacrifice. To keep your zeal for the Lord, be joyful in hope. To be patient in affliction. To be faithful in prayer. And you know, when we pray for someone, we are giving up that time and our, and our interest in that moment to focus on them and to focus our attention towards God. A sacrifice. And, and then it ends with care for others through hospitality, another reminder to do that. That means putting the other person before you, making them feel welcome. So, out of the overflow of our love for God, 
we worship him by caring for others. And ultimately, all these qualities that are listed in, in Romans 12, these are ways that we worship God with our embodied lives. Worship is not relegated to music alone or an hour on Sunday mornings, but it's part of our lives, it's part of the lives of those who follow Jesus every day. We don't even have to attend a church building to worship, but it sure helps. It's, it's kind of strange to be here where the worship team was singing and, and I'm preaching, but there are a few people here today. That's, it's much better to have a few people to preach to. Sacrifice can sometimes be a difficult concept to grasp, but the way we worship is demonstrated best by the way we live. Enter into the sacrifice of loving God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Enter into the sacrifice of loving those around you. And they, the harder that they are to love, the greater the sacrifice. And when we care for one another well, we're offering our lives as a living sacrifice to God. You know, we're all on kind of a weird journey right now with all this uh, stay at home, and, and how do you celebrate community with staying at home? Well, as you're watching this, I, I hope that, that you're thinking about others and, and people that you can pray for. And, and as we learn to serve and love and care for those around us more, as we do this more, we learn to love God and to worship Him with all of our lives. So, get ready. Easter's coming. I don't know if we're going to meet together or if we're going to do it like this. But I hope that you will get ready to make the sacrifice that God is asking of you. Be his living, holy, and acceptable sacrifice. And you'll be ready for anything that comes your way. Let's pray together. Oh, Father, we just thank you for giving your son the ultimate sacrifice. What a, what a sacrifice that was for you. And you have given him as an example to us. And Lord, what a privilege it is to live our lives for your glory. And that means we sacrifice our selfishness. We give up some things that, that we think we want in order to gain what is the very best for us, what you have for us. Lord, I pray for your protection on the people that will hear this message, and really our whole community, our state, our nation. Lord, I pray for a healing. It's amazing that you have separated us, and in this time we might be able to focus on you better. But I long for the time when we can be all back together and to be in your presence. Lord, it says where two or three gather, you're there. So I know that you are with me now and you're with all of those hearing this message and your presence makes all the difference lord i just pray that you would help us to examine the ways in which we need to sacrifice and that we would do gladly to bring you glory thank you lord in jesus name we pray